The flyover state sports show is for a mature audience. It contains strong language and adult situations. We do not own the rights to any audio of the podcast. Viewer discretion is advised. Is this on? Noodle and Crab Ragoon, Sam Long, joined by my lovely co-host, Caleb the Bean Jubal. Yellow. I love hibachi noodles and Crab Ragoon beans. It is so, so is, this, is this like a, 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 like a hoo-ha, but like different? No, it is a food truck that serves Japanese hibachi food and is arguably the best food in Independence, Kansas. Japanese hibachi, so, oh, uh, there was something something like that in uh, Salina, and it was so good. Actually, we're getting off track already. And do they serve sushi? Then Salina? Yes. Yes, they did. It was really good. That's what this is. It's fantastic. You can get, like, for under $15, you can get... You know the the doggy bat or the you know the styrofoam like carrier deals. Yeah, like two deals in the front and the big one in the middle. You get in the big one whole thing of fried rice, and then the back part hibachi steak, chicken, or shrimp with vegetables. I always just get the broccoli mm-hmm. because the rest of it's like peppers and zucchini but you get that for under $15 and for $10 even you can get two of the like square ones full of noodles Hmm. it's delicious and I'm addicted to this hibachi truck nice oh was that a doggo that was a doggo he's he's taking a little nap right now Mm, hi doggo so now that I'm done professing my love of Japanese hibachi, um, where do you want to start, Beans? you want to start with the one sporting event that actually happened last night? Well, I think we should give a report on Gavin here real quick and why, why he's not here today. Oh, yeah. See, nothing huge, nothing major. Gavin is just in the Dominican Republic building houses for Habitats for Humanity. As, so if, building actually- ho- for, as if building houses in Salina, Kansas wasn't good enough. He's now in the Dominican building houses for other people. Such a great guy. Such a stand-up Gavin guy. really is a stand-up guy. He's a great carpentist. Uh, he is. Everything else. So. All right. So in the what is he gone for? Two weeks? Three weeks? I don't know. He like made it seem. Here's the problem. Gavin made it seem that he was gone for three weeks because he said that he was going to be gone for the next like two weeks. Three, no, he said he's gonna be gone for the next three, three Tuesdays. Days. Yes, but like he he said that on Monday, so like I automatically was like, oh, he's missing next Tuesday, not this Tuesday. Yeah, but and like, he thought it was gonna. This be- Tuesday is when he went. So this Tuesday, as in today, as of the recording of this episode. So I guess he'll be back in two weeks. 
over or under of 20 and a half houses being built by Gavin by himself while he's gone for three weeks. Under, because you can't build one in Salina, Kansas in under two weeks. So. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh. oh. Roasted. Oh. Uh, that, if, uh, if we had a – we should have a – I should have like a yellow flag, or we should all have a yellow flag, so that way we can throw it at our cameras whenever something <laughs> foul. Goes, that's, goes that's targeting. That's fifteen and an automatic ejection. So I guess I better get out of frame. <laughs> Actually, so this is again completely off topic, and just a microcosm of how much I like to hear myself talk. Have you ever watched the Dan Lebetard show? I watch a little bit of it every now and then, but. My favorite part of that show is they have this thing called the penalty box. Yeah. If someone says something like really stupid or misquotes someone or like gives a like false stat, they get sent to the penalty box like a hockey player. I like that. God from the show for like two to five minutes. I like that. I think that happened to that. That actually happened to Dan. It's really funny what happens to Dan because Dan like knows it and he acknowledges he's going and then it's like everyone else doesn't take it seriously. So they just like drive it off the rails. I like that. I know I would probably be in the penalty box at least twice an episode. I I love the penalty box because someone will just say something so fucking stupid and they'll just be like, hey, Chris, go to the penalty box. And everyone's like, whoa, <laughs> whoa. <laughs> Uh, should we start with actual sports coverage? Yeah, we should. Let's go. Co- let's cover the sports. Just to let everyone know, this is a foreshadowing. So that way you guys will either skip to this part or listen all the way through. We're doing the draft for the 3v3 tournament that we covered with Wyatt last week. Beans and I are drafting more details to come throughout the episode. Also, I'm going to crucify Beans with a question at the end of the episode. So if you want to see people get publicly shamed, like on the playground, stick around. And if you want to see beans get publicly shamed with knowledge, stick around. Otherwise, make sure to share this episode. Follow us on Twitter at underscore underscore F3S underscore underscore F3S. So see beans. I don't always forget to do everything. I don't forget to plug us all the time. But things that were forgotten. How to play basketball. Oh, my God. The Miami Heat lost to the Denver Nuggets in five games, which was my prediction, unfortunately, as a Miami Heat fan. And Miami forgot how to play offense in the fourth quarter. And Denver also forgot to put how to play offense in the fourth quarter. But they remembered just enough to pull it out to win the first title for Denver Nuggets in 47 years slash ever. Your thoughts, Beans. Um, well, I think the first shout out should go to, uh, you know, the Joker himself, um, such a very mild, calm manner, basketball player. Um, did you hear what he said like afterwards? I need to go home. He was, he was upset that the parade was said like, Oh good. Now I can go home. Yeah. And then in the media presser afterwards, they told him that the parade was on Thursday and he was like pissed. Yeah, because he because he can't he just, go home he just yet. Wants to go back to his horses. Exactly. Um, and then another one is a uh, Stan Kroenke for owning the Nuggets. Uh, he's Fuck had Stan Kroenke. <laughs> Fuck that dude for moving the Rams, even though well, it definitely is work. 
I mean, he's got a championship in LA. He's got a hockey one now. And then what else? He has a, a NBA now. Does he have an yeah, MLB? He's won a Super Bowl, Stanley Cup, a Larry O'Brien, and something else, I think. In yeah. Last, so, uh, like, in the last two years, in the last two years, since 2022. So, you know, good for him. Uh, obviously, he's probably a pretty good That's manager. Good he's doing Fuck something right. Fisher What's that? Yeah, fuck, fuck John Fisher more. That dude is the scummest of scumbags because he can't even get anyone to want his team. Um, I actually watched Game Five. Um, so if that means anything to you, um, that game was awesome. But it was also it was, straight from the K State rep JV court. It was uh the whole was that Friday night the whole basket like being. Kirked and then the lady collapsing. Yeah, that, was, that, was, that didn't that didn't mean anything. I, I thought that was funny. I, I not the lady collapsing or anything, but funny. But like, I, it, I mean, it, kind of the thing is is like, if you really look at it, like Denver probably should have swept this year. They probably should have. Yeah, Miami also should have lost four one in uh, the Boston series too. The, the problem is, is that Jokic, like, Jokic is so much more impactful on the game mm-hmm. than Jason Tatum is. Yeah. Jason Tatum is great, and Jason Tatum can go for a loud 40 to 50. But, like, Jokic is just so good at exploiting Miami in the fact that Miami is really small. Boston, I think, I still think Boston could have beaten Denver. I think there's a lot, they have a lot more size, right? Yeah. I think they could have. I think Miami, it's a bad matchup for Miami. If Miami would have played LA, that's probably a little bit better of a matchup. But, um, yeah. I mean, Denver just is really good, and I think that's just kind of what it comes down to. And Miami is a decent team that got really hot. The one adjustment that Denver really made that I thought won them the series essentially was Miami in game two got a lot of open threes and hit a lot of open threes. And Denver just kind of decided that they were going to let Jimmy and Bam like probe the paint and guard the shooters (laughs) and pressure role players who aren't elite. I mean, they're good role players, but they're not elite players. And yeah. I mean, by doing that, you make them make plays. And more often than not, those players aren't going to come up with it. Mm-hmm. So you kind of force Jimmy and Bam to play out of their role, especially Jimmy for what Jimmy wants to do. And I, I think Jimmy was hurt too, but that didn't really mean anything. Yeah. I, I think, you know, he's still I, – I, I don't think he was aggressive enough, especially – he wasn't aggressive enough till the end of game five, which almost makes me think that he was just saving it in order to like get to the fourth quarter if he was hurt. I don't really know. But um, yeah, Miami just, I mean, Miami, Miami was up seven and Denver went one for 15 from three in the first half. That's how you knew it was over. And that's how you knew which team was the better team. Yeah. So. But now we get it. You know, the draft is like next Thursday, too. That's so crazy. 
I know. That's what I thought. I was like, oh yeah, the draft will be like in like because I know it was all it's always in the twenties, right? Yeah. No, it's like July like twenty whatever. And it's like, no, it's it's next Thursday. What the fuck? It, that's just crazy to me. Who who's going number one overall to the Spurs, Beans? Uh, is it that is it that one guy, uh that one big guy overseas? It sure is, but I want you to say his name. I I can't say his name, man. You gotta try. How how do you say it? Well, you gotta try first, bro. I can't. Yeah, you can. I don't and even I know what it begins until you do it. Till you try. Um, hang on. Are you gonna look it up? You yes. Can you you at least know what his first name is? Hang on. Well, I'll tell you what his name is. His first name is Victor. So Beans will be calling him Victor for the entirety of forever. Probably. Um, okay. So Victor Wambanyama. Wambanyama. Yeah, that's close. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of people just call him Wimby. Yes. So. But yes. But yes. Congratulations to the Denver Nuggets and congratulations to uh, Rachel. You know, other than your football team sucking a ton of ass. You've had a very, very successful past two years for championships. <laughs> that is that is Flyer State Denver correspondent. Uh, that's kind of correspondent's not a great word. Help me out here, Beans. Um analyst. <laughs> analyst contributor. I don't know. Whatever. We love you, Rachel, and congratulations on your title if you are so happening to listen to this. We'll need to have her on after like the NBA draft or like around camp. She can get victory lap me and it will be sad. I, I'm I am looking forward to having her on. We need to we have a lot of ground to cover with her again. We do have a lot of ground, especially with the Broncos' latest signing, Frank the Shark Clark. Beans. We cut Frank Clark, which means we he could have went anywhere and he decided to go to the Broncos. Which, honestly, there's a lot of teams I wouldn't have wanted to go to. But how does this affect Frank Clark's legacy? Um, so Frank Clark, obviously, I think he did want to come back. Um, I just think, you know, I, I don't know. Bag. They gave him like seven mil, didn't they? Uh, they gave him one year, five and a half, up, and it can get up to seven and a half. Okay. So that, That's what I misread then. So that's yes. a bag. That is so, a drag. I think from what I heard, the Chiefs were offering him like one year, two, two and a half with a couple, with maybe some incentives. Um, I think he yeah, went. So, well, and I think he went somewhere where I know he, where he knew he could play. Um, you know, Chubb's gone. They have a pretty good linebacking core. Uh, Baron Browning's on the other side. He's recovering from a knee injury. So he's kind of, and plus, um, how Kansas sit? So he came from Seattle, which he was really good in Seattle. Let's not hide that. He was worth yeah. a first round pick at that time when he was in Seattle. We'll get to that. We'll get to that. Okay. I will get to that here in a second. When he was in Seattle, they ran a three, four defense. He was mostly a stand up edge uh, linebacker, um, outside linebacker type material. He came into Kansas City and had to learn to play down, play through it, play in a three-point stance. Every now and then he'd play in a two-point. I just don't think our edge, Spag's edge, 
and how Frank Clark played the edge just really meshed. But by God, when he turned it on, it was it was the right time. Um, did he live up to his contract? That's for you to decide. I'm not going to say he didn't or he did. No draft pick. Yes. I yes. I, I think I, I he was weird because like he looked up to the draft pick, but then you have to attack, attach the contract onto the draft pick. And it's like, uh, I don't I, know. I don't I, think we were going to get any product, any better production at that pick. Who even was drafted with that pick? Do you remember? I couldn't, I couldn't tell you who that pick <clears throat> obvious. I, they might've traded it away. Cause I, I can't tell you the last time Seattle's had a first round pick. So, um, we're going to do investigating. Distract, uh, distract the audience while I, I can do that. I can do that. Um, so what did Frank Clark live up to that hype? No, but we never really did get to see a lot of it because he was battling that arm injury. He was battling a stomach bug for the majority of the season. Um, he had to lose weight. He, he battled a lot of stuff during the regular season. Um, <clears throat> so as far as like him being being that solid edge player, I don't think I, I think people had too high of expectations for him. But what he did do was he did help help our room out a lot more. Mike Dana, I don't think Mike Dana would be a shell of a person. He would he is now without the help of Frank Clark. Uh, he helped out a year with George Karloftis. You see videos of them during uh, during training camp and everything, where Karloftis and Frank Clark are off to the side, you know, thirty minutes after practice, working on moves. So I think it's the little things like that. Um, hopefully, it kind of trickles down to Felix Enidike Uzama. Uh, I, I, I liked Clark. I liked him. I think he was worthy of the pick. Maybe not the contract, like what Sam said. All right, so Seattle selected L.J. Collier with that pick. Isn't he a lineman? He's a DN, yeah. DN, yeah. So they um, picked. He's, they, he's on the Cardinals now. He was on the Seahawks from. He he has three career sacks. Is pretty much what it is. Okay, so, so in all traded, reality, he dude with three career sacks essentially for Frank Clark to take a buttload of money. Ever, the other players after this is like DeAndre Baker, who ironically like was in Kansas City, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Caleb McGarry and Kill Harry. Byron if Murphy, I remember right, this draft this draft wasn't really that good. Um, Debo. <laughs> what's funny is Jawan Taylor was like thirty five. Yeah, was like I guess we could have just gotten Jawan Taylor early. Um, the the in terms of edge. Like, there is, like, not a ton of edge. Yeah. So, um, I, I think with yeah, what the, the... This edge... I think Zach Allen at pick 65 was the next edge player taken. Or at least which the next, he, like, even then, he's he's just a backup. Well, he's a, he's a starter, but, like, in my mind, Zach Allen is just, like, a role player, like, in a backup scenario. Montez Sweat at 20. So, I mean, I guess we, we theory... We had pick 29 and Montez went, went at 26. So, I mean, theoretically, we probably could have traded up and gotten like Montez Sweat or something. Yeah. So, so like, even that, the, so this edge class was actually really good at the top. Like, you got Brian Burns, you got um, Rashawn Gary's pretty good. Ed, Ed Oliver's not an edge, but as a pass rushing D tackle, is pretty good. Um, Josh Allen, 
blowing barrel. <laughs> that was funny. And Nick Bosa. I mean, there, there's like a lot of Pro Bowl edge guys in the first yeah. two thirds of this draft. And then there's the Colin Barrel. Is, is like our pick was in the back third of the draft. So, and Whatever. also, also Frank Clark is still getting uh, seven million from us right now. So, I mean, he's getting more than. Fourteen million dollars this year, pretty much. So I, I think I think he just wanted to get one more big contract before he turns thirty-two. He so come back next year too. He could, he could. Speaking of someone who won't be making fourteen million dollars this year, Dalvin Cook cut from the Vikings. Your boy Alexander Mattinson is now free to lose his job to one of Ty Chandler or Dwayne McBride. No, and and Alexander Madison, I trust. Yeah, poor my poor boy. I trust. I God, trust Alex. Watch, I I I mean this in the nicest way possible. Like this isn't me like trying to dog on Alexander Madison or anything, but just watch this turn into like a three person like bullshit backfield, dude. That'd be tragic. <laughs> no, let, let's let's talk about the Dalvin Cook situation and the. That's what want to talk about his. His running back on his dynasty team. He wants to talk about the one that lost his job. Dalvin Cook becomes the latest running back, like Ezekiel Elliott, uh, Leonard, Leonard Fournette, and Kareem Hunt to be jobless. However, Dalvin Cook figures to be a candidate to actually find a job. Also, add James Robinson to that list. Boy, how his sh- star shone and brightly, but shortly. Anyways, Dalvin Cook, jobless, looking for what was the report like, ten mil or something like that. Yeah, that's what I read. Shoot for the moon, and you'll end up in the stars, Dalvin. I bet you Dalvin Cook ends up with less money than Frank Clark does. You think so? I would not be surprised. Okay, let me rephrase. I would not be surprised. If he ends up with a lower number than Frank Clark's is max. Okay. I, I don't know. It is hard to say. Like the, I don't know who's going to pay a running back a long-term contract worth more than $5 million. Who are, who are the suitors right now? I know Miami has been beat the drum Miami on for... Miami has been rumored. The Cowboys have been rumored. The Jets, for some ungodly reason, have been rumored. But good I don't God, sure. Um, At Buffalo, maybe like maybe he'd want to go right off into the Buffalo, sunset with his brother. I think there's been like a mumble of Buffalo. There was one other one that I cannot remember right now. Houston? No, I I think it's mostly just Miami, New York. Dallas and like Buffalo, I think was the other one. Um, oh, it was Denver. That's who it was. It was Denver. <laughs> but Denver just gave out all that money to Frank Clark, so I don't know what their money looks like now. I I haven't looked at their contract. Going through the contract, we kind of I kind of texted you a little bit about the contract earlier. But if before they had cut Dalvin Cook, Minnesota had <clears throat> approximately nine million dollars. Um, Dalvin was the third uh, third on the team in cap hit at $14 million. If they would have cut him pre-June 1 deadline, um, 
they would have uh, had eight million dollars of his contract going towards dead cap and saved six million. That seems how they cut him post June one. Uh, five million of it is dead. Uh, Nine million was saved, which kind of takes them up. They 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 didn't move up far, but they moved up quite a bit in terms of cap space. Yeah. Well, I don't, I, I don't know what can can we talk about that though? Like, what is the reasoning for this? I know you're talking about like saving the money, and Gavin alluded to this in our group chat earlier. Like, what's the reasoning for cutting him now rather than just cutting him in December? I know, I know, there's different like uh, uh, potential for a trade. I mean, I mean, you I, can designate him for a June first cut, but I mean, like, if you are going to have a chance at maybe trading him. I mean, if you're gonna have a chance at maybe trading him, um, then I mean, sure. I mean, you also might just want to keep that June, that post June one designation, um, just in case, because you never know. I don't know. Did they? I I didn't know if they used it on Thielen either, because I know that they released Thielen. You know, that's a good question. If Thielen would have been because I know Ezekiel Elliott was a post June one consideration yeah, uh, release. Uh, I think Fournette was as well. So it's that you know will we yeah, save? Yeah, those are like washed. Like Dalvin, 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 Cook, Dalvin Cook wasn't good, but Dalvin Cook didn't like. He still has some in the tank. It's not like he's like this way. Dalvin Cook. Um, didn't get traded because Dalvin Cook's contract is like. Gigantic. It's stupid. Yes. And pay like 11 mil base salary, which is absurd for running backs. My God, hiccups. And I think, I think this is kind of like the direction the NFL is going towards. Like the, the, the contracts for running backs are going to be so. They, they don't translate to winning the last, like, Three or four running back rooms combined. Like we're talking about every running back on the team's roster combined salary for the last three like Super Bowls. The number one one was like the Rams at like four million. And that was with and that was with Cam Akers. Less than five million is the thing. Like the Mm -hmm. Chiefs were paying their running backs nothing. The Rams were paying them nothing. The Bucks were paying them nothing. The Chiefs even I mean, the Chiefs, when they won the Super Bowl the time before that, they were paying, like, the running backs nothing. Like, yeah. Like, the, it, it's not worth, really. The really, juice is not worth the squeeze on that kind of stuff. Well, I mean, here's the thing. Like, I don't know if Daenerys Prince is going to be, like, worth a damn in the NFL. But the Chiefs got him for free, and he had the highest speed score in the draft. There, he, there's he, just... There's just value everywhere, and then and anymore you're seeing these running backs just coming in for packages and making it work. Uh, the, the, you have your Saquons of the world, you have your Bijans of the world, but teams are starting to realize why have one Saquon when you could have three that equal Saquon. You know that that does well, that I mean, make sense? The thing of it too is is like look at Antonio Gibson, and I know fantasy production is not like real life, like being good at football, right? Yeah. Like I totally get that, but but Antonio Gibson had like two back to back like RB one finishes in fantasy, and he was a wide receiver in college. Like Ty yeah. Montgomery was a wide receiver in college. 
And those dudes are just like decent running backs. And it's like, why would you ever invest anything in a I, I don't understand why you would ever invest in a running back that cannot catch the ball. Yes. Like your Zamir Whites of the world, I wouldn't draft them because they exist in UDFA pools. Yes. Because you can just find a guy like a James Robinson. I know James Robinson is like one of the better UDFAs, and it's hard to say I can just find a guy like this. But like there are so many dudes who you literally could just use as a battery ram because it's the only thing they're good at. And you can get them like every year in the fifth round or later. Well, and it's it's kind of crazy. Like, so when we grew up, we watched running backs kind of like play into their 30s. And like we had this transition. Like now, like we watch these running backs, the Ezekiel Elliott, Leonard Fournette, Dalvin Cook. They're 27 years, Kareem Hunt. They're 27 years old. Like we aren't seeing them finish out their career like we used to. So it's kind of serious, weird. Expensive. I mean, it, they get expensive. If they were taking, like, no money, people would still play them. And you still have Nick Chubb, too, who's 28, I think, 27, 28. So, so we're... my counter to Nick Chubb, this is actually a good point that I have, like, heard, by the way. I also just want to uh, look at Adrian Peterson real quick. In terms of his yards per carry. Yeah, so, like, the thing is, too, with Adrian Peterson is, like, he, he, Adrian Peterson, like, never averaged more than five yards a carry, like, ever, outside of one season, which was, like, his 2012 season. Other than that, like, Adrian Peterson just kind of played if, if you really look at, like, Adrian Peterson's stuff from 2009 or whatever, he goes from 2009 to 2015, which is six years, where he's an elite fantasy option. Well, I guess that's seven seasons. And then he, he has one more, like, borderline RB1 season in Washington because he got 251 attempts. And then he, like, had some RB3 seasons the last two years he was in the league, right? Mm -hmm. So, I mean, like, Adrian Peterson probably followed the exact same curve. He just played for longer because, like, he was so elite, people just kept giving him money. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, I don't know. Maybe I'm a hater. But but the, the one thing I will say, and this is mostly about, like, Nick Chubb, realistically the amount of years you're in the league doesn't really matter it's the amount of carries that you have and like the hits on those carries if that makes sense mm -hmm. and like nick chubb since 2018 only has two years like here are his carry numbers 192 298 190 228 and 302 this year because like Kareem Hunt was just dead. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, like the thing is, is like Kareem or uh, Nick Chubb, like legitimately doesn't have that many carries, like in comparison. Yeah. Compared to some of these guys. So it wouldn't surprise. And like, that's the thing with Derrick Henry too, is Derrick Henry, like for the first three years, like wasn't getting carries. 
because he was splitting with like DeMarco Murray. Yes. So, I don't know. I think we went off the deep end on this. You know who else is going off the deep end? Who? The Royals, because they're one game away from being tied with the A's for the worst record in the league. (laughs) Fucking Royals, bro. That's I gave up. I gave up. I quit. You gave up? You quit? You I quit. quit. Are you quitting for, for the season or are you quitting forever? No, I just quit for a couple weeks. I'll 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 pick it back up again here soon. Dude, if they trade Salvador Perez, like No, they maybe. came out and said Salvi is a royal for as long as he wants. Yeah, sure. I don't think a social sure. media department would not he, put out a post like that. Every time they say we're not trading this person, he gets traded immediately. No, that that I don't think the social media department would put something out like that before. Beans, beans, you are insane for believing that they wouldn't trade him. I'm not saying I don't want it to happen. I don't mind it. Like it's like if you're playing like crap, you might as well sell your gold and try to get something in return. It, they trade Salvi at the trading line. What are you doing? I'd have to see what kind of crapshoot we get from it, but yeah, you're not. No, you're getting a bunch of guys you've never heard of. You know, we're gonna get a bunch of farm system dudes who yeah, oh, no, this, they'll work their it way up. It, it could be like Grinky. It could spark, you know, a championship with you know. You could get the next Alcides Escobar and Lorenzo Kane and uh, what's his nuts? Oh God, what was his nuts? Uh... It wasn't Oda Rizzi, was it? Um, Maybe it might have been Jake Oda Rizzi. Who was the one who got traded for James Shields? It was Will Myers and Oda Rizzi, I think. I can't remember. Regardless, whoever went, yeah, whoever went with Will Myers to get James Shields, um, they came in that Milwaukee trade too. It was actually yes. kind of, kind of a fleecing. Yeah, it really wasn't. Zachary he was good in Milwaukee too. Yeah. Do you have any last word before the Royals get the uh, last or become the worst team in baseball next week? Um, I am looking forward to hearing more stadium talk. It's sad that the stadium talk is more impressive than the Royals. They're going to move, bro. That, that, it's coming more and more real. Like every every loss is becoming more and more of a reality. You, they're going to be like, ah. Actually, can I talk about that real quick? The cage is shithole, and the city won't give us a new a new thing. Let us move to Vegas. They can be the Vegas Royals. No, uh, I think yeah, I bro. think I think a stadium would be kind of cool downtown. I wouldn't like it because I like the tailgating aspect of the Royal Stadium. However, in terms of putting butts into seats, there is a lot more stuff going downtown. The Royals Kauffman Stadium is a destination spot. It's a you have to plan your day out to go there. And before I, I didn't want them to move. Now I'm like, it, like I said, it's kind of more and more of a reality for me. And it's like, I'm trying to think of the positives. If you, if you have a bunch of guys that are just going out on the town, it's like, Oh, it's June. Let's go to a baseball game. It's like, Oh, we can go like that's It's a lot easier to put butts in the seats that way. Even when they suck, like look at a bunch of like double a and triple a affiliates. A lot of their seats are downtown. A lot of their stadiums are downtown because it's a lot easier for transportation purposes. And what else are you doing in town? Oh, let's just go to a game. Okay. So 
I'm coming more and more realistic on it. I do like your mindset too. Of the Oakland days. Do what? Oh, sorry. I was going to say the A's are going to move to Vegas and the Royals are going to move to Oakland. God, that would suck even worse. I second would not. Time, second time Kansas City's lost a team to Oakland. Uh, I would. The Oakland Royals. Uh. Or they could get rebranded as the A's and then the Vegas team could just be whatever. Yeah, no. Spades, the Vegas Spades. Okay. Okay, cool. And his pride not. Never mind. <laughs> Way to go. <laughs> I got our show canceled. <laughs> you used the G word in the wrong butt, man. Honestly, <laughs> uh, so if I said the J word, oh. maybe I am, uh, maybe I am tired. <laughs> oh, You're man. Ready. You ready to do this draft, man? I am ready to do this draft. Okay. So, for one, I need to consult the poll. So, Beans, so so for our esteemed listeners out there, so we have been tasked with, so Beans and I have been tasked with drafting teams for Kyler's 3v3 tournament that's coming up on uh, July 1st. And we want to make these teams as even as possible. So we decided what is the best way to make sure that we have even teams and that there's some stakes to make us want to do well. So, Beans and I have each wagered 50 smackaroos on the outcome of this tournament. We'll each pick four teams, and if one of our teams is victorious, then we win, and the loser has to donate $50 to the scholarship fund. Beans, do you accept this task? I do, and I'm going to gladly watch you donate i i cannot wait for two of my teams to be in the finals and i get to berate you for the entire broadcast of the finals how you are 50 dollars poorer (laughs) so the way that this draft will work is there are 34 participants that are confirmed for this uh for this event and six who are unconfirmed some might come some might not come right so the way we'll do it is we'll go through four rounds of snake draft like normal so the way it'll work is it will be for instance if i have the first pick it'll be sam team one beans team one beans team two Sam team two, Sam team three, so on and so forth. Um, this will be way easier to follow if you follow us on YouTube at Flyover State Sports Show because we'll be posting the video and I will be sharing my screen in order to have the uh, in real time draft fill out. And we'll make graphics and everything too. It'll be fun. Now the kicker. So since we have six people who are not sure are coming and eight times Four is 32. The way we're going to do the last round is whoever picked second in the original draft will pick first in the supplemental draft. We'll pick a pool of four players, and then the opponent will get to put those four players on the team of their choice. So, for instance, if I take player X 
Beans gets to put player X on one of my four teams. Now, Beans, do you have any questions? Nope. All right. No questions. Let's publicly shame some people. But first, oh, God dang it. I got to, I never voted in the poll and it's not over yet because I had it end in 10 minutes. <laughs> oh, no. I, I Well, no, I, I own the Twitter account so yeah. I can see what the poll is. Um, oh, it literally just ended. That is so close. First of all, um, damn. First of all, go fuck yourself, everyone. If you think the Beans would run an NBA team better than me, you are a fucking idiot. So, um, I, I I almost wonder if they think that we were doing reverse psychology because you get the choice of going first or second. Give me the one on one, baby. I want the one on one. Okay, that that's what I was gonna say. Is you get the choice. Just because I won doesn't mean that I get the 101. So yeah. means, um, I was going to say, ponder your choice while I introduce the candidates. Mm. But uh, I guess you already told me your choice. Mm. So let me share my window. Maybe. Oh, man. Oh, there we go. All right. Let me. So you can see my pretty face while we're drafting. Okay. So anyways, this is our little format right here. Let's introduce the player pool for players who are confirmed. We have Wyatt Totten, Trey Cohorst, Colton Davis, Jake Davis, Eli Miller, Parker Waters, James Starnes, Ryan Alderson, Jared Ayers, Colton York, Matt Webb, Zach Seberger, Alex Phillip, Tessa Seberger, Quinlan Seberger, Colton Hitch, Austin Davis. Everyone breathe with me. David Patskowski, Anthony Gamino, Cody Jackson, Logan Stoddard, Brady Hempill, Dakota Turner, Landis Rowden, Ledger Rowden, Tyler Schmidt, Ayrton Weiss, Dalton Carley, Kaylee Page, Laney Page, Sean Nordberg, Dylan Blaine, Pearson McAtee, Ty Simmons, and a partridge in a pear tree. <laughs> Do you have any questions over any of those names I just listed, Beans? Not at all. Okay, not at all, he says. This is the time to, if you don't know who someone is, now is the time to ask. Let's do this. All right, and then in the maybe pool, these six players will automatically be going into the last round. Cole Hemphill, Lane Lindhorse, Angel Negron, Ricky Seberger, Bradley Bice, Isaac Poe. Okay. So, Beans, would you like to pick first or defer to the second half? Let's pick first. All right, Beans, who are you taking? And by the way, we are publicly shaming everyone on this list. And to you, I say, you should have been better at basketball in high school slash men's leagues. So if you're mad that you pick towards the back, you should have been better. You know, I'm really disappointed that we don't have uh, Mr. Webb back. Um, 
he would have been my 101 if I'm going to be quite honest. So, JDs and Lentleman. Did you not read the list? Where's he at? Oh, there he is. Okay. Ooh, man. He might be the, he might be the 101 now. Okay. Um, no, I lied. Uh, so, JDs and Lentleman, let's go ahead and take Pearson McAtee at the 101. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Oh, Jesus. Okay. Okay, one sec. Oh, yeah. Let's do that. Cut. Paste. Oh, yeah. I'm good. Look at that. All right. Well, congratulations to Pierce McAtee being the uh, 101 in this draft. I can't imagine why. (laughs) Um, I have a notebook here where I have written down my tiers of players. It will never be released, but I forgot to get a pencil to mark them out. So that's a little bit annoying. So I do need a tempo pusher, right? But I feel like I need to also match your college player with my college player. Ooh. I will be taking Dylan Blaine Ooh. with my first pick. So the 102 is Dylan Blaine. And then with my second pick in a row, I will be taking Matthew Webb. Ooh, Matt Webb coming off the board. So Matt Webb will head up my second team, or my team two. He was, in fact, the most valuable player of the... He was, in fact, the most valuable player of the uh, last year's postseason. Let me go grab a pencil real quick, because otherwise... I'm going to be annoyed. It's been all this time, all these hours, scouting these players. All right. So So now for the 104. Who's heading up team two? All right. Man, there's just a lot of names I could go. You have the Page sisters still available. Sean Nordberg, who is, uh, in fact, uh, the leader of the MHK Skyhookers, uh, led by Captain Caleb the Beans Ubel. Um, the Beans! So, uh, man, you just got a lot of... Um, got a lot of good names here. Do I have back-to-back picks here? You do. All right. You know what? Let's let's go ahead and let's go ahead and take care of this now. Let's go ahead and take Sean Nordberg. Okay. So Sean Nordberg, fourth overall pick, going to lead Beans's two team. Yes. These are captains, correct? Sure, we can call them captains. Okay. All right. So now with the 105, I am going to take a page sister, and I will be taking Kaylee Page. Good pick. That would have been my pick. 
overall pick. Let me cross out some names. I don't know why my computer. Uh, there we go. I don't know if you could tell, but that was loading for an extreme forever. Moment. Okay. So just keep in mind as well that um, to also keep in mind, we will be going backwards as well, right? Yes, so yes. Your team will be getting the next two picks that you have. Yes. Okay, so I need to choose my captains for my remaining two teams, and I think I have it. So for my first one, I'm Damn going it. to take Dakota Turner because post-play in a tournament like this is going to be important, and I cannot allow you to have Dakota Turner – and Pearson McAtee on your teams. So um, in my men's league team, the MHK Skyhookers, Dakota Turner was a silent assassin. Dude was lethal inside the paint. Like that, people would tower over him and he would just do the dirty work, man. He was not yeah, afraid no to get be towering over Dakota at this tournament. Is the thing. No. So the other it, thing too is, is Dakota's got that motor brother. He does. He keeps going. And then this might be a little bit of a surprise. This is a bit of a sleeper for me. This could be risky, but I'm going to take Anthony Bam Dam Gadino. Dang. And choose it. Oh, one sec. All right, screw it, whatever. Um, I'm not going to fix it. So, Dakota Turner, you are officially the captain of Team 4, and Gamino, you're officially the captain of Team 3. Because <laughs> I'm not going to fix it. <laughs> So we'll we'll pretend I took Gamino over Dakota Turner. How about that? Okay. We'll pretend. We'll pretend. All right. So these next two players are going on your team four beans. Yes. Who do you got? All right. This is a very important like position in the draft because it's that snake where it comes back to you. So I'm gonna take I'm gonna take Laney here. Good pick. Give me Laney Page. Laney was definitely next for me. Yes. I Honestly, the fact that she has gone this far is a disservice to her game. Um, so now we're at the 201. And at the 201, I am going to take... There's a lot of good names on the board still. Um, there's a lot of good sleepers, too, that I don't want to overpick on. Um, you know what? I feel like this is going to be a lethal combination here. And I don't know how Lainey is going to, how much she's going to appreciate this, but give me Colton Hitch. Give me the, give me the oh, big boy. No, give me, that was my give me the pick. Oh, Hitch. Colton give me the Hitch big boy. Ninth overall. Let's go. Give me the big boy. Give him the big boy. Big body Colton Hitch. Sweet Lou reincarnated. Okay. I think this lines up pretty good for me. So I feel like for Dakota, Dakota needs a guard, right? Unless you just want a team of post play. I mean. No way, man. Not a team of post play. So I feel like I got a good post on team four and a good guard for team three so i'm gonna go with brady hemphill for team four 
So that's the 10th overall pick. Plus, you know, classmates, former teammates, big-time chemistry between them, right? Exactly. And then I'm going to go with big, ugly Eli Miller to team up with Gamino. Big evil. Here, let me make some edits on my... Man, I was definitely going to take Eli. He did take this year off, so I'm curious to see how his game has gotten better, um, see if anything's gotten better over the years. All right. So with Kaylee Page, we need... Man, the, the thing is with my teams, I have a lot of versatility between Laney, Kaylee, Sean, and Pearson. Um, now it's just like finding specific role players. And, yep. you know... Landis Rowden is just that one guy that's just got all those tools that are just right. So give me, give me Kaylee Page and Landis Rowden leading the team three. Okay. Got Landis. Landis has always had a good game. He does. And then who's pairing up with Sean? So with Sean Nordberg, Sean, so for the MHK Skyhookers, we kind of gave Sean the role of, hey, we're going to give you the ball and you're going to do literally everything. Um, so we need somebody just to kind of help him up top, I feel like. Um, I feel like this is a good spot for Wyatt Totten. Wayne Toten. I love it. Okay, so I know who one of my next picks are. I just need to figure out who I want with the one after. Okay. I'm going to, so here's what I'm going to do, right? I'm going to stagger these picks how I think they'll fit best, right? Okay. So I've been told by Wyatt, this is a very, very controversial pick. But I was told by Wyatt that Ty Simmons is allegedly good at basketball. You know, inside, inside, insider. I told you if you wanted to know anything, <laughs> let me know. <laughs> but I was told by inside sources that Ty Simmons is, in fact, good at the basketball. And I am going to give Matt either a good player or his toughest battle. But I trust in Matt Webb for this. And then I'm going to stick with kind of that class relationship, right? I think a lot of people who played in the same class together, who were in the same class together, you know, I think have, you know, a connection, if that makes sense. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to pick Tess Seberger. Oh. Dylan Blaine will need help with the point because Dylan Blaine is doing a lot. I need a secondary ball handler. So I'll be taking Tessa with the 14th overall pick, I think it is. Yep, 207. So, who is joining Pearson McAtee? Oh, man, there's still a lot of good names on the on this board here. 
Um, and with Pearson, his game is a little more down below. Let's go ahead and give him Jared Ayers. You dirty bastard. So Pearson gets a shooter. A sharpshooter, too. Um, And let's go ahead and give him... I feel like he needs another... Just another just all-around guy that could help out. Um, Colton York. Give me Colton York. This might be a little early, but I have seen seen Colton play live. He is, in fact... That guy. Okay. I don't know much about York's game, so I'm sure I, that he will absolutely cook me. He was on my men's league team a couple years ago. In fact, got those moves. Okay. So. There are not a lot. There's not a lot of size left in these teams, right? Correct. The, the size is waning. Size is currently at a premium. And I feel like we need, if not some size, some legitimate hustle with this first team. Hmm. Are you going to take who I think you're going to take? I'm going to take James Starnes. All right. Because that dude never stops. Straight hustle, muscle, and bustle, man. He gets after it. And then this is another controversial. This might be a controversial pick. But... There's some championship pedigree with this player. There's some toughness with this player. This really fits the mold of someone that Matt Webb would want to play with. And that is Dalton Carley, who tore his ACL in last year's game. And he will be joining Matt Webb yet again. You know, that is a good pick. Hopefully Dalton has recovered uh, recovered from his injuries. Um, you know, best of luck to him. All right. Man, I am looking at this here. Back-to-back picks here. All right, let me look at my teams. Back-to-back 96-97. Whoa. You know, with Sean and Wyatt, you know what these guys have? These guys have heart. They have hustle. Give me Logan Stoddard on this team to match that hustle and uh, to match their energy. Okay. Big body, too. Yes, big, big body. Long body. And then at the 305. Kaylee and Landis. Oh, man. Um, I, I, you know, this is a silent player, and I don't know what you're going to th- th- thoughts are on this. This guy has range. This guy has able to make it from downtown when he is on, he is on. Give me David Pakowatsky. Give me the Pac-Man. I'm glad you took him because I wasn't. 
<laughs> I'm just dude, kidding, dude. Dude is a sharpshooter from downtown. He's got range. He really does kind of have that shot. He does. Like, it's a low-key shot, too. Like, when he first pulled up on men's league and he was just pulling up from, like, NBA range, that 28 and 29-foot shot, and I'm like, bro, really? And he's like, yeah, dude. I was like, okay. You know what I need on this team? On this team three? I got Big Ugly with Eli Miller. I got the post. I got Gamino. Great guard, great athlete. You know what I need? Another great athlete. You know who a great athlete is? Freaking Jake Davis. God dang it. That's a great athlete. Dang it. I cannot believe. Dude's a pretty good adult softball player, too. So he's really good at the slow pitch game. And then. Honestly. What I feel like Brady needs, I really think that Brady needs a sharpshooter, personally. But I don't think there's a lot of sharpshooters left. So I'm going to go with someone with some size, because this team is already pretty big. And I'm going to double up on my Davises. I'm going to give them Austin Davis. Now, see, I'm starting to I'm starting to creep into names that I don't really know about. Um, I, I I asked you if you wanted to know who they no, were. No, it's best it's best to go into these things blind. Um, keep your blinders on. Keep keep your head down. Just keep rolling. Um, you know what? Give me Ledger Rowden. Give me Ledger Rowden to pa- pair with this team. Pick. That was my. I was thinking about Ledger too. Let I, you that was a that was a low key one. Ledger is like gonna be in shape, is the thing. Yes, that is a good pairing to have with Colton Hitch. It's a All solid right, squad right there. All right, now we're at the four hundred one here. And who's joining Ledger? So should we pair? You know, somebody who's stayed in shape, who's somebody who's you know being active. Should we should we pair it with a with the with the Seaburger? Let's go ahead and get some Zach Seaburger on this man. Zach Seaburger, let's go. You know, I, I've heard that he's been. I've I've heard that he told his kid when they were first born was, "I'm gonna get Tessa." Um, so I, I'm, I'm really hoping that this happens. Um, the fact that you have a Seaburger and I have a Seaburger, I think this does a service to society. We should have well, drafted them on the same team. I, you know what I think? I think I'm going to take the other Seaburger. All right. I know that she's good at basketball and I know that you didn't know that. I did not know that. She's very good at basketball. You are doubling down on the Davises and the Seaburgers. Yep. So I'm going to add Quinn because Quinn is a shooter. Here's the thing. Quinn is a little bit smaller, but I got Dakota to guard the paint, and I got length at the other guard spots. So I feel pretty confident in this three-guard lineup around Dakota. Now, let's just think here. I'm going to go – with another guard. 
someone else who's definitely stayed in shape, someone else who is good at the basketball. And I'm going to be taking Ryan Alderson. Pair up with Jake Davis, Anthony Gamino, and Eli Miller. That's a lot of good athletic guard play. That is. Monster at center. That is a good that is a good pick. All right, I'm looking at my team three here with Kaylee Landis and David. Man, I really wish we had a post player. Um let's go ahead. Let's go ahead and see what Trey Cohorse can do. I have a, hopefully he can play post. He played post in high school. Yeah. So let's go ahead and see it. Let's let's see it happen, man. Then at the 405 with Sean, Wyatt, and Logan. Let's go ahead. I'd like to see this little matchup go here. J- just that football mentality. Let's add Cody Jackson to this. We got Wyatt Totten Cody. who played wide receiver. We got Logan Stoddard, you know, big body. And we got Cody Jackson, that free safety that played over the top. You know, let's let's see what football can do here. Okay. This is more insider trading. I found out who Alex Phillip was last night. Mm-hmm. I heard he was six foot, and that's Ooh. all I needed to know. <laughs> and this team, my second team, with Matt Webb, Ty Simmons, and Dalton Carley, they need someone who's at least six foot because that's not the tallest team in the world, I don't think. So, Alex Phillip, welcome aboard. This is a weird team that I'm not sure how well it'll be. But it's one of the teams of all time. And now, who do I want with thy last pick to round out Dylan Blaine, Tess Seberger, and James Starnes? Honestly, Wyatt was talking about Tyler Schmidt and proving his jumper. And I'm going to take the confidence of Tyler Schmidt improving his jumper. I'm put him on my first team. So who is joining Pearson McAtee, Jared Ayers, and Colton York? So you took Tyler Schmidt. That was going to be my next pick. Um, you know what? Let's let's go ahead and let's see what Colton Davis got. Let's get two Coltons on the team. Colton and Colton. Two Coltons, one team. Man, we got a lot of double down on this, man. Doubling down. Did we make the most fair teams? I don't know. But I don't know. We got two Coltons. We're doubling down on the Coltons. You're doubling down on the Seaburgers. You're doubling down on... We're just doubling, doubling down, man. All right. So this is the... Uh, so this is the big round, right? This is the round where I get to go first now, but you get a place where that person goes. Okay. So, I think there's a couple of really good picks here, right? Yes. I don't know if he's going to show up, but I know there's two impact players, like major impact players. And I don't know if Isaac Poe is going to show up, but he's a post. So if he shows up, it's going to be very good for one of my teams. So I'll be taking Isaac Poe. Which team do you want Isaac Poe to be assigned to out of these 
out of these four? Ooh, man, Isaac Poe is a really good basketball player. Um, so which one of my teams do you think is the worst is pretty much what I'm asking. I, I'm trying to look at your team here, and I'm trying to think, you know, should I double down on the post play? But then I'm looking at my teams, and it's like, eh, you kind of you kind of have me on the post post. Uh, uh, let's go ahead and add him to team two. Let's go ahead and add him to team two. Team two. Given Isaac Poe his point guard potentially in Matt Webb. All right. All right. Beads, who is your first selection out of the remaining seven? Um, you know, let's go ahead and go with uh, Lane Lindhorst. That's a good pick. That's a really good pick. I'm going to give Lane to your team three. All right. And then who do you want next? Okay. Go ahead. And I don't know anything about this guy, but I just looked him up on Facebook a little bit ago. Let's go. Let's go ahead and go with Bradley Bice. Brad Bice. I love me some Brad Bice. Okay. I love Brad Bice so much. He's going on your team one. Okay. Okay, so for me, I want Ricky. I'm taking I'm taking as many Seaburgers as I can get. I can tell. Where do you want? Where do you want old uh, Ricky? You know, I feel like Ricky needs to be with. Let's put Ricky with Tessa. Let's put him on your team one. Okay, team one. And then the next pick I'm going to take, I'm taking Ayrton. All right. Triple threat. And I think you should put him on team four. No, I'm going to put him on team three. He's going to be so mad. Ayrton was asking, like, if he could get uh, with some of the guys from last year. And I said, maybe. It looks like he's got none of the guys from last year. All right. Give me Cole Hemphill. All right. I want him on this team four. Mainly because Wyatt said he probably wasn't going to play. <laughs> nice. All right, who's the last pick in the draft? Is it going to be Andrew Negron or Parker Waters? We're sorry to both of you. All right, so it's my pick. Go ahead and give me the old Parker Waters. Let's see what his golf game's Parker got. Parker Waters. Avoid Parker Waters with the Nikola Jokic selection. He will be playing with Team 2 with Sean Norberg, Wyatt and Logan Starr, and Cody Jackson, which means that Angel Negron – We'll be joining Dakota Turner, Brady Hempel, Austin Davis, and Quinlan Seaberger. Well, Beans, I think that that was a very successful draft. Do you care you- to share which of your team teams 
do you think is the best? I'll tell you which one I think is the best for my money. I am a big fan of all my teams. I, the way I t- approached this draft was I didn't want to focus on one team. I wanted to spread it out. I wanted to make sure that we are very versatile on all of our teams. Spread the love, man. I personally really like your team three. I am a big fan of team three. There's a lot, a lot of Actually, there. But I do, I do think your team four might be your best team. You think so? Uh, between Laney and Colton, I'm excited That's for that. That's really good scoring, and if Ledger is still in shape from high school, yes. Yes. The, the team that I'm excited about is my team four. Your team four is... I yeah, like yeah. my team four. I like your team. I like your team four, yes. I think, my, I think if Brady can hit some shots, he didn't hit a lot of shots last year, but if he can hit some shots this year, I like my team I don't, four. I don't I know. Think- Team two is pretty scary between the potential of Isaac Poe, Dalton Carley returning from his injury. You know, he was just that hustle guy last year. Even Ty Simmons and Alex Phillip are good. I might have created a monster with team two. You might have. I'm very nervous on team two, but like I said, we're seeing the maybe potential on Isaac Poe being there. We'll see if Matt Webb can continue it with back-to-back seasons. A lot of stress, a lot of weight on his shoulders this year. The one team that I wish I could shuffle some stuff around is team one is pretty small, but I think we'll be okay. I think I got some dogs on my team one. Yeah. Uh, needless to say, I think, I think we drafted really well. Um, I'm excited to get this put out tomorrow. Absolutely. So teams are drafted. Um, be excited, people. Make sure to come out. Come in, show out, all the good stuff. Uh, Beans, do you need me to take a picture of this, or you got it? Um, it should be all right. Should be all right? Yep. All right, then I am going to stop my share. And can you see my beautiful, lovely face again, Beans? I can. My ugly-ass mug. All right, Beans, there's only one thing left to do. What's that? And that's to tell everyone about our merch. Oh, Florida right. State Sports Show has merch. You can find it at underscore underscore F3S on Twitter. At underscore underscore F3S on Twitter. In the description, we'll be set, we sell all sorts of shirts. Jersey numbers for a shrub. K-State and KU paraphernalia that's not licensed by them. Or just classic Florida State Sports Show <laughs> merchandise. And even Samadon merchandise coming soon, as soon as Milk Manor gets covered. We're on it, man. You're never going to give me that merch, are you, Beans? I'm working on it. You're not working on shit! I'm working on it. Full. (laughs) Butter like a lobster. You're lobster, Beans. I'm trying. You're a crustacean. (laughs) All right, Beans. But for real. The time is now. I'm going to ask you one question. Maybe this could be a recurring segment. It could be Sam asked Bean's question. But first, what in the malarkey is Gavin Alexander offering me in a trade? I He offered me a trade, too. Oh. Let's see you can decline it faster. Is it for, is it for uh, uh, Ryan Tannehill? 
No, it's for Ty Chandler, who he just acquired for Ryan Tannehill. Uh, decline. I don't okay. have room for Ty. Actually, I got offered Ty Chandler literally for um. <laughs> I got offered Ty Chandler for a twenty-four third, and now he's offering it for a twenty-six third. He's desperate. He just got Ty Chandler. He's not going to be the starting running back, guys. I feel like you should actually be interested in acquiring Ty Chandler. Just double down on the backfield. Well, because like, what if he is the starter? Then Madison is worthless. No, I and Madison, I trust. Whatever that that seems really. It costs you a third round. Who do you even pick in the third round of the draft this year, Beans? Um. I picked two players, I think. I got Schoonmaker. Schoonmaker was my last one. My first one would have been... Oh, God. Who would it have been? Hang on. Let me look at my team. As soon as I see my team, I know who it's going to be. I would have picked up... Chase Brown, I think. Yes, Chase Brown. Who would you rather have? Chase Brown or Ty Chandler? Uh, Chase Brown. I, I don't fully agree with that sentiment, but okay. Mainly, I, I would rather have Chase Brown in your situation than, or I'd rather have Ty Chandler in that situation than Chase Brown because you actually own the running back for, you actually own the running back for the Vikings that's supposed to start. So you have his handcuff. Yep. Right now, you just own a handcuff who is worthless on your bench unless Joe Mixon gets hurt. And even then, he might still be worthless. Nah. All right, whatever. Beans. I'm going to ask you a question. Let's do this. And I'm going to, it is going to destroy you. I have not numbered these either. Tag it. One sec. One, two. There have been. One sec. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20. 21, 22, 23, 24, 25, 26, 27. All right, Beans, here's the question of the day. There have been 27 quarterbacks to start in a college football playoff game. Who are the 27? All right. Let's do this. I feel like there's no way for me to actually, like, determine if you've gotten this right or not because yeah just- are we shooting for like an a b or c grade on this like what's the, um, what's the tell you what what is i should know this just off rip but i don't care enough so we need you to pass Wamigo high school so we okay. need you to get 19 quarterbacks these right. are individual quarterbacks too right so if someone started in two different college football playoff games, that's still just one. Okay. So that, we need you to get nineteen. All right. So does this count right. for the championship games too? There have actually there's actually never been a team. People get this confused because Alabama, but there's actually never been a team to start two different quarterbacks. Okay. In the college football playoff. Okay. All right. In the in the same year, that is important. Okay. Let's go with my favorite quarterback, Jameis Winston. One sec. 
That's one. Okay. Marcus Mariota. That's two. Jalen Hurts. Do I get three lives? Yeah, you get three strikes. Okay. That's I'm gonna forget, I'm, three. I'm gonna forget these. If you're getting three lives. Yeah. Um, Trevor Lawrence. That's four. Um, let's go ahead and do Deshaun Watson. Five. Okay. Let's do what to a Tiger Level account, or was he not as technically a starter? What do you think? Um, I'm going to use one of my lives on Tua. Tua started in hit the next year. That's right. Yes. Okay. All right. Tua Tagalavoa. Um, Stetson Bennett. Sixteen. He or he's at seven. Um. Let's do. Uh, Baker. No. 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 Yeah. Baker Mayfield. He was one year. Yep. Baker. Baker Mayfield started twice. Yes. Um. Let's see here. Oh gosh. Um. Ooh, okay. uh, Bra- uh, Browning, Washington quarterback, Jake Browning. Yes, I need to yes. make sure you got the first name right. That, that's one of the tougher ones. That is a tough one. I had to, I had to really dig deep there. I was like, man, there was, you know, outside of your Clemson, your uh, Alabamas and Georgias and all that, like. I think if I needed you to name all of these, you'd probably fail. But I think that's seventy. I don't want me go high school passing. I think you're. I think you're close. You only need ten more. You're halfway home. Man, I feel like there should. I feel like it shouldn't be that many though. <laughs> um, are, it, it's been a thing for almost ten years. It has. Um, let's see here. Um, would man? I'm trying to think of like. Those like 2012-13. I know Johnny Manziel wasn't one of them because he never made a playoff. Um Man, means you were rolling, and then you got through all the easy ones and Jake Browning. I know. Um, there's like, like those entry, those first round games where it's like I'm trying to remember what. Struggling. And there's a lot of Alabama. Um, I'm trying to think of all the Alabama quarterbacks. You're only missing like two of them. I know. There's only two more. I know. Who were they? Um, Actually, there's three more now. There are three more. The problem is, is two of them might be the hardest ones. When did the college football playoff start? 10? 20? 2014, brother. 2014, K. Oh, fuck. Oh, man. Beans. Beans. Can't, he's not even venturing a guess at this point. I'm trying to go through all the schools here. Um, Georgia, they would have had 
God damn it. Who's before Stetson Bennett? Motherfucker. Motherfucker. Who was before Stetson Bennett? Was Justin Fields on that team? Justin Fields. That is correct. Justin Fields. Okay. All right. Now let's get to Ohio State. Because that is a big one that we were missing. Um, What's that? It's a big one. Yeah, Dwayne. So Dwayne Haskins. That is incorrect. Oh, he didn't make one? Nope, Dwayne Haskins did not make one. That is your okay. strike, buckaroo. Okay, so Cardale Jones, JT Barrett. Those two are correct. He's now at 12. Um, he only needs seven more. Justin Fields again. Would Do I have to count him again? Nope. Justin okay. Fields only counts for Ohio State, by the way. You didn't get the Georgia one. Okay. Um, He's still at 12. CJ Stroud. Nope. Never he didn't make one. one. No, nope. wait. Oops. He just made this last one. I was going to say I he forgot, was in it. I forgot this list is not long enough that I have to scroll down. So. Okay. I, I was sweating there for a little bit. Well, yes. Um, CJ Stroud did make this one. That is a clerical error on my part. So he's up to 13. Okay. Um. Let's see. What was another? Did I get all the Ohio State quarterbacks, or am I missing one? I cannot answer that. Okay, so I'm missing one. Um, or you're not. and uh, Or I'm not. That's probably, yeah. Uh, let's see here. Let's go through the other schools. So we got Ohio, Michigan. We got, um, oh, fuck. What was his name? Michigan. McNamara. McNamara. I need a full name. What the fuck? I, I need you to give me a full name this entire time. I'll give you half. Last name counts for half. The fuck is his first name? Cade. Put them together. Cade McNamara. I don't know how you pulled Cade McNamara out of your ass, but you I don't sure either. Did. No, I was just listing a bunch of white guy names in my head, and Cade McNamara was one of them. Um... I There's honestly a, just can't believe that you actually remembered Cade McNamara. He was one of the more recent ones. Um, let's see here. Michigan made it another time. Hmm. But I can't remember... Hang on. Ah, shit. Hard path right now. There's still some layups out there, too. I know, and you're going to say them, and I'm going to be like, oh, that guy, oh, that guy, oh, that guy. Um, Let's do... What was that Michigan quarterback... Did Notre Dame make it once? I feel like they did. I cannot say. Um, 2014. I know I'm missing a couple of easy quarterbacks here. The problem for you is, is I don't think there's enough easy quarterbacks 
to uh, like get you across the finish line. You're going to have to come up with some of these names. Yeah, I know. I'm thinking there's definitely another Alabama quarterback. Um, In fact, three Alabama quarterbacks still remaining. That is so fucking crazy. Was A.J. McCarron? A.J. McCarron. Incorrect. Damn, how many more lives do I have? He's down to his last strike. You're at 14, so you need five names with no incorrect. Oh, man. There is literally there's literally one right now that like is just a layup that you haven't gotten yet. I'm sure this is riveting content. I'm sure it is, but I'm trying to think this would have been a lot more easier with Gavin if we could have gone back and forth. Um Gavin probably would have helped you get to 80%, at least 70. Yeah, but it's yeah, that thought Gavin process. This kind of garbage. That's it why I been, wanted to ask you. Even if Gavin was here, I wasn't gonna. I was just gonna have Gavin laugh at you. Well, it would have been nice just bouncing back and forth. That would have been really, really beneficial in this situation. Well, you can bounce stuff back and forth to me. I just can't give you like dates or anything. Um, really, I can't give you much of anything now that I think about it. You could call Gavin. He might be in the Dominican by now. He probably is. Or he could be on um, plane. Who knows? I should have written down who you said to. You could probably, like, for instance, you could have said Cardell Jones at the beginning and then, like, said Cardell Jones now, and I probably would have forgotten. God damn it. <laughs> Jake Browning. <laughs> Too obvious. I know. That... That was definitely the toughest one of the group. There are two right now that, like, I am just face palming right now. And you're going to say them, and I'm going to be really yeah, disappointed in myself. You're going to feel like a fucking idiot if you don't get these two. I need to start putting a time limit on you. I know, because... Our listeners are probably sitting there just like, God. They probably forgot to unrecord, stop recording this. What a no. jackasses! Ah, uh, you know what? Did RG three make one? Or Robert Griffin the third? Man, that is so off. It just un- yeah. He got drafted in oh. twenty twelve. Max Duggan, god damn it! Tell you what, because I like seeing you suffer, I will let you shoot the moon. So you have three strikes. But okay, if so you can shoot the moon and give me every single quarterback in a row without any more mistakes. I'll I'll let you win. Okay, so Max Duggan. Every single one. Okay, Max Duggan. I can't believe I forgot him. Um, because I was thinking Big Twelve, and I was trying to think of other Big Twelve teams to make the playoff, and I was like, oh well, that TCU just did it this year. I'm an idiot. Um, <clears throat> actually, here's what I'm going to do. You need four more. You get, you got to go four straight. Cause I, I don't need you like sitting here, like doing whatever. Okay. Joe, Bur- Joe Burrow. That's one. And then who did Joe Burrow face off against? Well, you already said Trevor Lawrence. So don't even rack your brain about it. Yeah, I know. Um, 
You already said Jalen Hurts, so don't rack your brain about it. Yeah, that's a, that's yeah, very true. Uh, man, after that, it gets a little dicey. Um, you can tap. You can yeah, I'm tapping tap. out. I'm tapping tap. out. Okay, I'll read you the list. I'll go by year as well. Okay, let's do that. Actually, no. I'm just going to go in chronological order. So here's how it works for my chronological order. It's the team that was number one, and then number two, and then number three, number four. If a quarterback has already made it, like above in chronological order, they just get skipped. Okay. So it becomes like the whatever different quarterback. Yeah. So a good example of that is Deshaun Watson. Deshaun Watson made it in 16. He's not listed as 17. Okay. Okay. Started out hot with a Bama quarterback, mm-hmm. Blake Sims. Oh, shit. Yeah, I bet you didn't think you would hear anything about Blake Sims today when you woke up. Nope. Marcus Mariota, who you got. Jameis Winston, who you got. And Cardo Jones, who you got. Then we have Deshaun Watson, who will also appear in the 17 list. Yep. And then event college football playoff champion Jake Coker from Alabama. Oh, motherfucker. He transferred him from Florida State, if one remembers correctly. That pissed me off because I was thinking Coker, but I didn't think he was in the playoff. I didn't think he was the playoff time period. So I didn't. I knew he played for Alabama, but I didn't think he was in the playoff time period. But probably didn't have any idea his first name was Jake either, though. So you would have just said. I just Coker knew. Co- I just knew. Play. I just knew Coker. And then uh, Connor Cook from Michigan State. Oh fuck! Baker Mayfield yep. was the last one to round that out, and he will be in eighteen as well. Yep. Jalen Hurts. Who will mm-hmm. also be in 18 and 2020. Yep. He's one of only two players to make the college football playoff as a starter thrice. JT Barrett, who you got. Jake Browning, who you got. Then this. <laughs> you you never figured. I bet you didn't think you'd hear about Kelly Bryant today from Clemson. Whoa! I didn't know he made it. I forgot about him. Holy! They went undefeated because the ACC was ass, and then they lost. um, They lost to Bama, who was the four seed. I forgot about Kelly Bryant because he went to Missouri after that. He did, but he was at Clemson first, and he lost his job to Trevor Lawrence the next season. Yes. Um, and then also from eighteen, Jake Fromm. That was the Georgia quarterback you weren't getting. Yes. Um, and then 19, there's Tua Tungavailoa. Mm-hmm. And then Trevor Lawrence, who's the second player ever to make it thrice. But the only player to make it three times in a row. Oh, and by the way, uh, Trevor Lawrence. So all those last guys were one-time appearances. Trevor Lawrence gives 19, 20, 21. Yep. Then the Notre Dame quarterback you were looking for was Ian Book. Ah, oh, damn it. I was going to say Ian. Actually, no, I was thinking of Co- uh, Jack Cohen, but. 
that's not correct. No. Um, Ian Book is 19 and 21. Yep. And you also forgot Kyler Murray. Oh, damn. I can't believe I forgot Kyler. They got their shit kicked in by Alabama. Yeah. And then you said Joe Burrow, who was 20. And then Justin Fields, who was 20 and 21, you said. You forgot about Mac Jones, though. College football playoff champion, Mac Damn. Jones. Damn. And then I don't think you even said Bryce Young. Oh, damn. I can't believe I forgot Bryce. You forgot Bryce Young. Shit. But somehow he remembered Cade McNamara. I did. Who is now the quarterback in Iowa. Yep. And then Stetson Bennett, who is 22-23. You didn't say Desmond Ritter, even though you... Th- Actually, everyone always forgets about Desmond Ritter in these ways. I, I I completely forgot Desmond. I can't believe you forgot about Cincinnati making the playoff. <laughs> Correction. I can believe that you forgot about Cincinnati making the playoff. I, it doesn't shock me either. And then the Michigan quarterback that you were looking for was not before Cade McNamara, but the one that replaced him this year or benched him or whatever, and that's J.J. McCarthy. Yes. And then Max Duggan and C.J. Stroud. This list is going to be very hard to keep up with when we get to 12. Oh, my God. That will be very difficult. I think the list will be concluded. I think what will happen is this list will be concluded at 12. But once we expand to 12, and I'll probably do a final four quarterback thing. So it'll be yeah. the same, but different. So, Beans, was that everything that you thought it would be and more? Yeah, no, that that was my brain hurts. I'm trying to think of all the names. <laughs> um, sorry, Beans. I'm sure that was awful for our listeners, but I don't care because I wanted to torture beans. You did. My brain is rattled. My two and a half brain cells were cooking. Two and a half brain cells, huh? Mm-hmm. Like two and a half men. Yeah. Well, beans, do you have anything to leave us out on? Any questions, any comments, any concerns? Or do you want to get out at the same time that we normally record? I know that's crazy. We're done so early. Um no, uh, come out to the Kyler Alderson three-on-three basketball tournament July 1st at Womega High School Gymnasium. Uh, it should be a great time. Uh, your boys, Gavin, Sam, and I. Uh, so far, Gavin did say he'll be there, so you'll have the trifecta again this year. Um, currently working on it, allegedly. He might be building homes in another foreign country. He might be, uh, yeah, building homes in somewhere else, yeah. So uh, come on out and come come see our table. Come talk, on the, come talk on the show, and let's have a good time. Couldn't have said it any better myself. Thanks to everyone for sticking with us today. Like being said, come out, show out, Lamigo Lower Gym, July 1st, at a time that I'm forgetting. I don't remember what time it is. I but- don't remember what time it is either. You know what? Just come. You can't watch the tournament all day if you don't start in the morning. So just come pregame, tailgate, whatever you need. Come watch Beans and I laugh at each other's failures because our teams are competing against each other. And come out for a great cause. 
Thanks again for everyone for listening to us today. If you liked what you heard, man, I cannot finish this to save my life, Beans. <laughs> if you like what you heard on this show today, please consider giving us a follow on Twitter at underscore, underscore, F3S. That's underscore, underscore, F3S. All are capitalized. Beans, it's been a pleasure today flying with you. And it's been a pleasure flying with you today, too, our lovely audience members. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe, and stay frosty. Peace out.